Well, hello, hello, everyone. Thank you for coming back. And if you're new to this podcast, my name is Akaimi McCoy, and I am the Christian Therapist. I do want you to know that anything that I share on this podcast is not meant to be a replacement for therapy with a licensed mental health professional. All information is for educational purposes only. All right, sit back and enjoy. So let me go ahead and introduce my very special guest. Her name is Rushni Cope, a.k.a. Glamazzini. And she is an awesome woman of God who has conquered depression after a long 20-year battle. She agreed to discuss her mental health challenges here with me on this podcast. So I do want you to know that this is a four-part series. So make sure you come back and listen to each one. They'll be posted on Tuesdays and Fridays. Rushni is married and has a beautiful son. And her son was born with spider bifida. But even though she conquered depression and she had this battle with depression and the son that was born with spider bifida, nothing has stopped her from being able to serve God. She is also an entrepreneur and a major face on social media to include Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, and Periscope. And she also has a website, um, Glamazzini.com. Her videos that she makes on Facebook and YouTube usually end up going viral due to her ability to create awesome humorous content. She will have you rolling with laughter. Her huge following, and I mean huge, has allowed her opportunities that allow her to be a brand ambassador with many companies and partners with international brands as well. You check out her website so you can see all that she is connected to and to learn more about her in general. So just remember, this is only one part of the four part series. So check back for the other parts that haven't been loaded yet. And those that are already listed as an episode. All right, sit back and enjoy. The conversation you're about to listen to is a continuation of part one. So it starts off immediately with me asking her a question about self-care. How do you maintain your self-care? How do you do that with all that you do? Self-care. Yes. Um, I was horrible at self-care for many years, which greatly, <laughs> greatly <laughs> contributed to my mental decline. Um, and, you know, even the other day I was taking this, you know, you take all these quizzes online or whatever. I listened, I listened to a podcast because I'm, I'm getting back into podcasts now. And she was like, oh, I have this quiz. Take this quiz. So I take the quiz and they were asking these questions and I asked my husband, oh, what would you, what, which one of these would you pick for me? And the one he picked for me, he picked two. And one of the ones he picked was that I basically have a tendency of um, doing stuff for other people and not myself. And I was like, still? I'm on that. I'm like, dude, I'm Try to be selfish. You know what I mean? So self-care for me has been something that I have to intentionally, literally put on my to-do list and constantly consume content that reminds me that it is not just okay, it is necessary. Yes. Uh, And I think because I have a natural bent toward being of service to others and not to myself, I don't think I can overdo it. You know, it's like, no matter how much I do, 
I'm still getting my husband telling me, nope, you're still skewed over here. And I'm just like, really? So it, it, it takes um, a lot of uh, learning, unlearning. That's the word I'm going to say. It takes a lot of unlearning bad habits. So small things, I, I could, this is another list that I could go on and on forever, but small things that I do are, um, I have a, I have a morning routine now, which was burst out of that Esther thing I told you I did a few years ago, Right. forced us to do all this stuff in the morning and all this stuff at night and like shut it down. Like at night, she was like, shut it down, shut it off. No screens. I literally had to get it, run a bath. I took a bath, I think for like 50 days straight every night, which was crazy. I would get candles. I should start doing that again because that was heavenly. <laughs> candles. I would have bath salts and like all this detox Epsom salts and all the stuff in the water. And I started going to like TJ Maxx and Ross and buying like the little fancy bath salts. You know what I mean? Right. Everybody gives you for gifts, but you never use them because what I'm going to do with these things. I got you using those things. And then I would play um, teaching tapes or anything like just lying there in the bath and then I would just go straight into the bed and that has transformed into now I have like a bedtime like am I always good at it no do I give myself grace when my son doesn't have school and I don't have to do anything yeah because I'm a night owl but you know I get up I shut things down I get in my bed I make a cup of golden milk or a cup of tea um I might listen to like one you know like a a, a teaching tape, a podcast, a video or something. And it take my butt to bed. Um, you right. know, with the morning, like I have a very structured morning routine that involves meditating that involves script. Um, yes. I had a, I had a 400 and something day streak in my Bible app until last Friday when I was tripping apparently and <laughs> had to chop me down. Maybe he felt, maybe he felt the pride that hit me. <laughs> Right, that hit me when the Bible app told me I have 450 something days streak, and he had to chop chop that pride spirit. So now I'm back to five day streak. <laughs> scriptures at in that morning time, um, I write in my journal. I plan my morning out. I uh, talk up like, and it's it's very planned out, honestly, which is also self care for me because my time was just all over the place and time was just going everywhere. I mean, even just yesterday, this is self care to me. I went through my Facebook um, groups and left a bunch of groups. I went through my Facebook pages and yeah. unliked a bunch of pages. And it wasn't even, it was, it was just, I know a lot of times people take stuff like that. It wasn't anything, but I needed to focus. Yes. Right. And so it was just kind of like focus. Now, granted, if I miss any of those groups or pages, I'll rejoin them. You know what I mean? But it's just kind of like those things to me are self-care. Because yes. to me, I realize that I am spreading myself too thin and there are too many things taking up my, my attention. Um, and even just other things like grooming. Like, you know, I know that this is a podcast, but I'm kind of cute right now. Hello. Is um, right here on my lips, and I'm wearing a cute shirt with hearts all over it, and I'm wearing a necklace with an EKG sign and a heart on it because on purpose, like intentional. You know what I mean? Like being intentional about things like that. Right. Um, you know, I had a bracelet made with my word of the year on it, and I've been wearing it. It says mastery. Just little things that I find. You know, everybody's into Marie. Is her name Kondo now? The lady that does the um, 
the minimalist stuff and they talked about whether or not, whether or not things spark joy. Um, I'm all into the spark joy. I haven't read her book. I've heard of her book many years ago and I've watched plenty of YouTube videos on it several years ago, but I'm all about spark joy. So I'm like obsessed with pineapples and I'm okay with that. Like right. I really, I'm a grown woman who is obsessed with pineapples and I'm, I embrace it. Like, I am like, they make me happy. What? seriously and i think a lot of times we just start uh we start turning those things off because people which i think is part of the contribution to the depression you know because we learn we learn not to be our full selves because our full self for some reason was not okay or wasn't serving us in the space we were in or well, you know what I mean, or wasn't protecting us, or people made fun of it. And I think a lot of times coming back into your, coming out of depression is almost like relearning how to be you oh. and be okay with it. Yes, amen to that. And you know, when you were um, mentioning about the self-care, I have a lot of clients that struggle because every time they check in with me, every time we have a session, the first thing I'm asking them, how do they feel? And what did you do for self-care since the last time we had a session? Mm -hmm. I, I stress that so much because most of them will not put themselves on the calendar. And I know in one of your videos, I heard you mention the word time block. Oh, absolutely. Um, you know, blocking out time for yourself. So I, when they're with me, I, I tell them, what does your calendar, where are you on your calendar? Mm -hmm. And then when I say, put you on the calendar right now, they get very stressed, anxious when I ask them to do that, especially when we're- I think that's a learned behavior. Yes, absolutely. Look at children. You don't have to ask a child <laughs> how to tell a child, put somebody else on a calendar. The child, listen, I got a full day planned today. <laughs> <laughs> right. this morning i'm gonna have me some cheerios you know what i'm saying i'm about to go ahead i'm about to play with these blocks for five hours <laughs> right. that's what i'm about to do then i'm gonna go play i'm gonna go you know like they have a whole day in their mind and the fact right. anything from them like cleaning their room doing homework they're like what and it's like we unlearn that and it's not you know clearly as adults we can't do that but it is not just a fit it's not just uh a nice to have it's a have to have, like yes. you have to do this. Um, like you were talking about where, where, are, where are you on the calendar? And I was sitting there thinking, girl, first of all, I told you therapy appointment yesterday, therapy appointment <laughs> book for next Friday. Hello, I was like, pedicure appointment, book, what? Laser hair removal appointment, book, all this before the month is done. I just asked my friend yesterday, you still want to go get sushi next Monday? Yes, I was like, listen, I got, we got what? Yes days in January and I thought of like five things I was like listen right needs to be okay right at you know I came back from Florida um at the beginning of the year I think we drove back up the fourth and the fifth and that weekend in the middle of a snowstorm in St. Louis I had booked a hotel here in St. Louis after I just got back and went and spent two nights in a hotel by myself oh yes I and love those times as a planning retreat my husband was like, the snow started falling. He was like, you still gone? Yeah, yeah. Girl, I was like dust and snow. It was that serious. And I hate snow. I hate snow, but I love me. I was dusting snow off. We got 11 inches of snow. Do you hear wow. me? 
dust and stuff. And I'm going down the highway all slow at 30 miles an hour. Like the, the hotel was just right up the street. I'm just like, listen, <laughs> you know, I had went to Walmart. I had bought them little prepackaged sand, uh, salads. Uh, you know what I mean? Yes. My uh, celery stick. I had food. I was going to hold up in there like a squirrel girl. <laughs> just me, Jesus, and this computer and like silence. <laughs> so important to me. Yes. I, I just, I really, and, and for my listeners now, I am so hoping that they, if they don't take anything away from all of what we're saying, that, that part right there, they take away. That is so important. So, and I talk about that in one of my books that I'm writing right now about a, a mindset change. People hold on to these mindsets that they came up with and it's, it's a struggle. But I always say to people, the mindsets that you grew up on to me are like a storage bin in the basement. You have to got to bring them up, open them, unpack those, and then see what doesn't belong in there anymore. Because holding on to the th things that are very unhealthy are not going to benefit you at all. Um, so that mindset of taking care of yourself has got to be on a priority list. And well, when I'm when I'm talking about this and all that you do, Rashni. How does you, I mean, how do you actually maintain all the self-care that you do when you're doing multiple businesses and when you're creating YouTube videos and you're taking care of your child and you're being a wife? How do you manage that? How do you keep that going? Priorities, focus, time blocking. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Say that um, again, please. Priorities, focus, and time blocking. There, that is one. Everything you're doing, you don't have to be doing it. Mm. I mean, seriously, that's the end of that. Like, yes. and it took me years. I'm saying this from lessons learned, not from the natural bent. I was doing the most. You know how people say you're doing the most? I was doing the most. And like so many things out of fear, obligation, and guilt. Like my therapist always talking about the fog. And Oh, well, I have to do this. And they did, I have to do that because that's how I was brought up, real talk. And I was run down. And then I gave birth to a son with special needs. And giving birth to a son with special needs will quickly, first of all, that is a fast course, okay, a quick course in priorities because quickly you are like, no, you start learning no, like it's your second language. I can't. Right. You know why? Because you literally cannot because you have been given this child and this child has special needs. I heard somebody say once that having a child with special needs is like having twins because it's like having the child and then having the special need, which is two totally separate entities. And so that was the first thing that started breaking me from some of that behavior. And then, like I said, a lot of work in therapy, a lot of work in consuming. Consuming, if nothing else, consume content that aims you in the direction that you want to go. Even if you don't 100% understand what this person's talking about, this podcast, I play uplifting, motivating content in the form of videos and podcasts all day long in yes. the background. While I, I mean, I am like, the minute my time block for, for work starts, I'm in silence unless I'm doing a mindless task. A mindless task is, um, clearing out images, reorganize it, you know, like things like that, which is on right. my, my block for a mindless task or in my regular day-to-day -day life. If I'm doing a mindless task, like washing dishes, cut, cutting vegetables, 
I'm not just standing there in silence. Somebody is pouring something up in my brain that I need. Oh, yes. It's business related. It's, uh, it's uh, spiritual walk related. It's mental health related. It's mindset shift related. If I, I got really big last year or the year before last year into listening to how I built this on um, podcasts because I did not have a strong entrepreneur mind the, the year before last. I didn't have a, a strong entrepreneur mindset to the point that I wanted it to be. So I started listening to how people built businesses. Right. What they were talking about, I didn't understand. But then it's like, it starts, it starts um, getting you familiar with how people who are getting the results that you want think. And then you start to realize they think differently. You right. know, just like what you said about you, what you just said was so perfect where you're like the way that you were brought up to think, the mindset that you were brought up with is like something in the basement. Listen, this is what I ask people. I have a, my coach, when I was doing my coaching, I have a coaching group. I don't coach anymore, but I still have this group of women and I'm still in there running my mouth because I just can't, I just can't help myself. Right. And right. I tell them, I'm like, does that serve you? Is it getting you the result that you want? I mean, like, if it's not getting you the result that you want, no offense, but I don't really care if mommy, daddy, cousin, Pookie, and grandma have always thought this way or told you that because they don't look at the fruit off their tree. Right. Love and appreciate them. God bless them. But do you want that fruit? No. Then go find some, because nowadays with the internet, somebody with that fruit is out there telling you how they got that fruit. And even if they're not telling you how they got that fruit, they're just existing with the fruit. And <laughs> just, they allow you to stalk them via video and podcast. I'm so serious. I will pump myself full of people who are doing, being, creating what I want to do, be, and create. Even if I don't even understand, there have been so many times where I don't understand what this person talked about. It sounds crazy, but over the time, what I do understand is they have what I want and I don't know how to have that, be that, do that. And over time, it's like God starts infusing their thoughts into my head. Yes. Not on their podcast and I'm not on their video or whatever. I'm walking around. I'm thinking, huh, I can make a different choice right now. Right. I have to say yes to this person just because of this. And I don't have to do, I don't have to say no in some anxiety ridden way or some passive way where I just don't answer them. I said, oh, I'm going to pray about it. And then I disappear and I never answer you. I can calmly say, I would absolutely love to come and do a praise dance at your event, but I won't be able to. Half the time, I don't even have to give a reason. I was about to give a reason, but I was like, listen, God has transformed me to the point where I can just, I just be able to. And right. then I just smile and I'm, Keep on loving them. You know what I mean? And it, there's so much freedom in like that kind of stuff. And so, okay, you asked me about the, you asked me about how I do it all. Time blocking, prioritization. So that's the, the type of stuff I was just telling you, just like how I prioritize stuff. There is a lot of like, what is most important. There's a lot of touching base with myself. I mm -hmm. have been bored and, you know, like I said, I have a word of the year. Things to keep me focused. Right. Absolutely. I like the word of the word of the year because that was mine this year. Self-awareness and self-reflection. Mm -hmm. Those and being consistent because yeah. I understand from my standpoint that the way I lived before, I was not being aware of my bad habits and my mindsets. And I was not 
So that is how I'm living this year out with self-awareness, self-reflection and being consistent. What's your word of the year again? My, my word this year is mastery. mastery. Oh, it's, I like that. So listen, God told me, sometimes he'll punch you in the face. He'll slap you. He'll slap you <laughs> down, girl. Something happened last year and God told me, mind your business and master yourself. And I said, oh. Oh, your facial expression is just... I was like, oh, okay. You guys could have just, you know, whispered that in my ear. You didn't have to like say it, everybody. <laughs> you know, it's kind, of rude. <laughs> it's kind of rude, Jesus. But like literally, moment on, it helps to... I like the concept of goals. I like the concept of all that kind of stuff. Not just because everybody else is doing it, but because it helps you prioritize what is most important to you in in that season in your life. So this year, last year, my word was overflow. And I was very much trying to, to go after abundance in different areas of my life. And everything else had to fall by the wayside. And I had that happen. This year, it's the same thing. It's like, if it doesn't line up with me and self-mastery this year, then I can decide that it doesn't serve me and I don't have to do it. And it, it gives me a, uh, a word to bump my priorities up against. And then with respect to time blocking, just really quick, I, I, you, can go, um, you can look it up on YouTube. I forgot her name, but there was a really helpful video that I watched. And it's just a concept of almost like, she described it like, you know, when you have a school, you have different class periods where this class period you're doing, first period, you're only doing science. Right. Then you to math then you move to art she's like you're not doing art in science you're not doing math in right you're focused for a specific period of time so she's like you set up your calendar like that and so in my work days which is monday through thursday i don't have a time block on friday i kind of still do it because i just it's a natural thing but monday through thursday i literally have time blocks where i have what i call my morning block which is 6 15 when i get up in the morning to 9 30 and then 9.30 to 12.30 and 12.30 to 3.30 are my two work blocks. In those work blocks, I do my work. Or if I have anything, any outing that I need to go do, um, errand outing that doesn't involve my son, because my son's at school at that time. Right. That might be take an exercise class, or that might even be like run an errand that I don't want him to be around. You know, I just want to run and run the errand real quick. And then from 3.30 to 7.30, I call it the mommy block, the domestic block, and literally all work things stop and everything domestic that needs to get done is done in that block. That also includes my son's therapy appointments because my son has special needs and he has therapy multiple times a week. So you therapy appointments in there. And then um, 7.30 to 9.30, I call it remnants. I just made that up. It's because I know myself and I know that I felt like I was going to have all this anxiety, like... Well, what if I want to, what if I was working on a video or something during my work block and I didn't finish it? I knew I'd be like, oh my gosh, ah, ah, you know, so I literally put two hours of like scrapped time where right. that I need to finish goes in there. So some days that's work related. Some days it's, it's household mommy related. Some days I'm fold, you know, and then 930 it's time to get ready for bed. Like Get my, I don't have my journal with me. It says skincare, golden milk, get in bed. <laughs> right. I go moisturize and get like, and I don't get in bed at 9:30, but it's time to wind it down. You right. know, I take it down. The kids in bed, like take it down, 
get your butt toward the bed. And so like the morning block, there's a set list of things in my mind that I've set up for myself I have to get done that I told you guys about earlier. The work blocks, it's a set thing. And so when I come in in the morning from putting my son on the bus, I sit down and I fill out my blocks. I literally sit down and I'm like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. And it's not down to the second. I mean, you know, in this three hour window, I need to edit this video or I need to film this video. I need to do this sponsored post or take pictures, that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? In the domestic block is wash dishes, food prep, uh, take my son to therapy, laundry, sweep the floor, you know, and, and the good thing about the time blocking is it takes away the anxiety of when do I do this? Right, right. Sitting there thinking, oh my God, like I'm not working and trying to cook. Wait, I got to do the cook. I got, wait, oh, the kitchen is dirty. I got a clean kitchen. I, I literally don't think that. If I didn't get to the kitchen the night before, which is rare, but if I happen to not have gotten to the kitchen the night before, I literally just stare at the kitchen and think, I'll get to that later. In the time, I'll get to it in the block it's assigned to that that makes so much sense and that does in any you know that that sounds like the way people do with their finances is like if you would just write out what your bills are and write what money you got coming in if you just put it down on paper it would take the anxiety from your head because oh you God. wrote it out that's what i'm saying it's like i had so much anxiety before and this has diminished it greatly and it was like you were a it was like the thing you were avoiding was actually the solution. Yes. Uh, I was avoiding writing it all out because I thought it was chaotic and I didn't have a system. But now that I have a system and I write it all out, it's not that chaotic. I'm actually calmer. And, and in a weird way, this is going to sound really crazy. I have been clearing out to-do lists that have been sitting there for years. years. It's, I'm getting so much more stuff done this way, that stuff that's been causing anxiety that's sitting on my to-do list for years. You know how you like check the thing and it says 2017 and you're just like, whoo! Right. My task list in 2017. And then you're like, and it's funny because it's like, I'll just write it in the block. And when the block is full, the block is full. Okay. Right. You know how the block is hot? The block block is full. Okay. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So I'll write down, you know, research this thing that I have not wanted to be do, to do, I have been ignoring, I have been not doing forever. But when I get to it in the block, it's like I'll look at it and I'll be like, you know, you look at the time, you're like, well, I guess I gotta reset. Like your brain is like, this is what I'm supposed to be doing in this time slot. Right. Um, so Rushing, you have a, um, different platforms. How can people connect with you, you know, and connect with, on you on social media and things like that. Absolutely. I am Glamazini everywhere. G-L-A-M-A-Z-I-N-I. So that is, I'm most active on Facebook. Uh, you can find me there, facebook.com slash Glamazini and on Instagram, instagram.com slash Glamazini. And of course, YouTube, my first love, youtube.com slash Glamazini. But I am Glamazini everywhere. So on Twitter, I also have Glamazini.com, which is my blog. Um, and I'm on Pinterest, but not that much. So don't, don't go over there. Cause I don't, <laughs> I don't update. Okay. Yeah, so that is pretty much how you can find me um, online. And if you want to message me, the easiest way is Instagram or Facebook messages. I check them 
very often now. I used to not check my Facebook messages because I had some viral videos and my inbox went a little crazy. You know, with the help of Jesus, I got through that with my time blocking. That's exactly how I cleared out that inbox. Now I have zero anxiety about these viral videos and this inbox situation that happened. So you can totally find me there on Facebook. Um, so thank you again, Rushni. Thank for having me. You. This was wonderful. Yes, I enjoyed it more than in ever. <laughs> so, but we'll be talking soon. So thanks Absolutely. a lot. Thanks, hon. Okay, so I want you to know that was not the end of the interview. There are three more parts, so make sure you come back to hear the rest. There is so much more to this lady than what you just heard, and I don't want you to miss a beat. All right, come back for the next one. If you enjoyed this episode, please feel free to visit my website at www.life-counseling-transitions.com. You can also find me on Twitter at Akayami Speaks, on Instagram at Akayami McCoy, and on YouTube as Akayami McCoy. All right. Thanks a lot. And I hope you return for the next episode.